everybody. Welcome back to the Multiversal Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Dean Holtzaffel. Uh, alongside me, as always, is the uh, man of the hour, George Rogers. I'm George, and I like to party. I know for a fact you don't like to party. <laughs> You're right. I, 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 I party. I'm, I'm Rod. But uh, some say you're the voice. So, uh, I'm always here to rock the night. So for all eight people besides us who have seen the movie, uh, we're, we're reviewing Hot Rod this week. Um, because this movie didn't make any money. So <laughs> I would have just assumed that nobody saw this. Um, but <laughs> it's, a, it's a favorite of George's. And it's a favorite of mine. Um, so we figured, fuck it. Let's, let's, do, uh, let's do a review of this. So. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. You right there? You all right? I had a big yawn, so I muted, ah. my, muted myself. Hit, hit, um, hit, a, hit a big yawn like a cat laying on the floor. Yeah. yeah <laughs> what, so. what breed cat is that? Cow. Cow, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, everybody. Uh, I, I don't know if uh, if he's been arrested, but um, <laughs> I know there's been charges pressed against Gary Busey for his dubious actions at Monster Mania. Yeah. Dubious at best. <laughs> So it's probably the end of your. That's probably the end of Gary Busey. So, well, good. Yeah. <laughs> but um, nothing crazy going on. The um, best thing was that when is that people were like, "Oh, I wonder if it's true," and then you and me are commenting like, "Yeah, we were yeah. there. It's it's hundred percent true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> All of it. All of it." <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, nothing too wild going on that we should touch on. Hey, did you um you never played The Last of Us, did you? Uh no, I did see that they uh released some screenshots with uh mm-hmm. everyone's favorite Mandalorian, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, I'm an, I never well, I started it when it first came out. Um I, I I mean listen, I like Naughty Dog as a game developer. I mean I, I love the Uncharted games and I've been meaning to go back and like actually like sitting down and playing the game. I just never really got a chance to. Um, dog but, gave us Crash Bandicoot also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're a great, great game developer. Um, so I definitely, I think I'm going to, you know, of course, you know, we're all on the, you know, we're pr- pretty, pretty love, you know, love and hate with Warner Bros. and stuff like that. But I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm willing to give it a shot because I do enjoy a good zombie show slash movie slash comic book series. If you're a DC fan, or, you know, check out Deceased, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Marvel zombies, you know, I'm a fan of that stuff. So, um I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a. Uh, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of DC shows and Warner Brothers, kind of being here, there, and everywhere. Mm. Um, Amy just finished uh, watching Sandman, mm. and she really enjoyed it. Yeah. Hey, remember how I told you on uh, what day did I come up? Wednesday, Friday. Friday. Yeah, and remember I told you I was gonna watch it this weekend. Yeah, and then, and then your response was, "Are you?" And I said, "Yeah, probably." Not. <laughs> but I do want to watch it because I've heard it's good. Um, I just, I really just didn't feel like getting invested into a show, especially because I have had, you know, Terminator shit since weekend. So, well, um, <laughs> liquid Terminator shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, we skipped over Terminator, went straight to T2. So, um, <laughs> to- to- toilet two, because you're on your second toilet. So, uh, no, I- I'm, I'm going to watch it though. I think, um, <clears throat> Eventually, I'll get around to it. So, uh, I've also done a lot of comic book reading this week. I've caught I've caught up on a lot of my 
stuff I'd let kind of accumulate over the past couple of weeks and some back issues I picked up. So I'm, I'm all caught up on that. So that's kind of what I've been up to past like 36 hours since I saw you. So, um, it's, I haven't really watched much of anything to be honest with you. It's cause that's kind of, I just been reading playing a little switch. So, um, but anyway, let's get into a uh, hot rod. Um, cause I feel some fucking coffee brewing in my stomach oh. by coffee by coffee. I mean, brown water. <laughs> So, uh, some ungrinded uh, beans. Yeah, no, it's they're ground, all right. They're 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 about <laughs> to go curing my fucking toilet in about 30 minutes. Dear Lord, <laughs> I, I told you, I gotta pick up some yeah. money tomorrow. I gotta, you know, so where was I? Uh, all right, hot rod, everybody. That's, that's the end of the show. See you next week. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, <clears throat> hot rod, stellar. Least August third, August third, two thousand seven. So we're just past fifteen two, years. Two, yeah, about two weeks removed to the fifteenth anniversary. This um, is actually why I picked this for this month because I saw it was the fifteenth anniversary. I'm like, you know, we both like this movie, so why mm-hmm. the fuck not? Yeah, I, I, th- I think I remember you telling me that. Um, uh, on a budget uh, made for a budget of fifteen twenty. I'm sorry, twenty five million dollars. Uh, box office draw of fourteen point four million dollars. Directed by Akiva Schaefer. I don't know this person from anything. Oh, they yeah, they are a Saturday Night Live part of the Lonely Island and stuff like that. So. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Written by Pam Brady, directed by John Goldwyn and Lauren Michaels. Um, starring uh, uh, music by uh, the great Trevor Rabin. Mm-hmm. Uh, starring Andy Samberg, Ella uh, Fisher, Jorma Tacone, uh, the great Bill Hader. I say, I, I mean that because Bill Hader is awesome. Uh, the great Danny McBride, because I also mean that because he is awesome. You must just keep saying the great for the next two on this I, list. That's so what I was yeah. going to do. The, the, great <laughs> sissy, the great Sissy Spacek and the great Ian McShane. So, yeah. um, you know, uh, George, did you see this movie in theaters? I don't remember. No. Um, I saw this movie because Eric saw it and he's like, hey, check out this movie. It's great. You're mm. going to love it. And, and then I saw this movie because you yeah. said, hey, check out this movie. It's great. You're going to love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I couldn't remember if you saw it in theaters when I was No, there. no, no, no. I never, I, I never caught this uh, in theaters. A little disappointed. I mean, I, not, it doesn't need a big screen feel to it. But yeah. it's think about it. We 15 years later, we still quote this movie all the time. Yeah, like we did. We used to do the hand, the high five thing. Um, mm-hmm. Just uh, everything from this movie. Oh, yeah. We still quote it. Oh yeah, I mean it's like I, I'll. I mean, I'll tell you, since we're gonna, we're just gonna jump right in here. Mm-hmm. If this movie was released today, this thing's a box office hit. Um, I mean, I think it makes more than fourteen million dollars. Um, I mean, it'll definitely I mean, make more than a twenty-five million dollar budget. I it'd probably make more than Super Pets. I'll tell you that much. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess I guess you're right. You're probably right because the humor is like it. It's like right kind of where we are nowadays, like with the humor. Like, it, like this movie is ahead of its time by about 10 years or so, like maybe 10, 15 years. Because Andy Samberg, well, I don't think he was even on SNL at this point. I don't think and, he was either. And I don't think Bill Hader was either for that, for, for that I, matter. I also agree with that. I think I don't think I mean, I'm probably, I'm, I'm probably wrong. I don't care. Um, but, but there's a lot of just dumb humor in this movie that, like if it was released today, we'd be like, "This is the funniest thing I've ever seen." Mm-hmm. 
like somehow people are like, oh, the hangover is the funniest movie of all time. It's like I didn't laugh one time during the hangover. Neither did I. Like I'm I'm, like I pissed my pants when I'm watching this. Yeah, I'm not making it up. I legit did not laugh during the hangover at all. No, I don't I don't think any part of the hangover is funny. It's just it's just it's dumb. In, in my honest opinion, I agree. But like not dumb in like a good way, like how how Rod is dumb, but it's it's hilarious. Like Hangover is just dumb, and it's like this is just pretentious. Mm-hmm. Like it, like it's trying too hard to be funny. I agree. If uh, I mean, I've seen it one time, and I have no desire to ever revisit it. Same. So, uh, spoiler alert: you will not be hearing a review of the Hangover on this channel. So mainly because the two of us refuse to watch the movie again. Uh, correct. Not saying we have an, a, a, an eclectic taste in comedy, but yeah. uh, I do. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm, I'm, I'm a yeah. comedy snob. Yeah. I was saying pretty highbrow. I do laugh at a good poop joke. Like Dean and his uh, brewing caught co- in his uh, coffee pot right now. <laughs> love, love a good, uh, love a good poop joke. I'm not above it. Hey, George, do you want to go on the kiss cruise? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Was, was there no follow-up to that? Was that just it? Well, Black Label's going to be there. All right. Once you've made the sale, stop selling. A band called Black Sabbath is going to be there. You could just, well, once again, just, uh, you have my money. You got the ticket. Just Mickey James. <laughs> oh. <laughs> how, how did they ever get her? Bruce Kulik. Well, I'll <laughs> Why? So he can tease us by uh, starting to play the solo to Tears of Fallen and then stop halfway through? He's like, all right, that's enough for today. (laughs) And your favorite, and I'm sure it's Chris's favorite too. I know it's Chrissy's favorite and I know it's John Mernon's favorite. Uh, Oh, is it? Buck Cherry. (laughs) (laughs) I made you dinner. (laughs) No, you didn't. Oh. Meanwhile, way off topic. <laughs> so for those of you who have not seen Hot Rod, mm-hmm. um, it's a very... It's me. It's one of, I'm one of those people. What the fuck? They, like, fought, <laughs> all they have to do is rewind this four minutes and hear that you're lying. <laughs> uh, nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Harry. Um, <laughs> that's some bad hat, Harry. Uh, the, 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 the plot of Hot Rod is that Andy Samberg plays Rod Kimball, who is a Craig Kimball, the closer. What? Craig Kimball, the closer. I said Rod Kimball, and his name is Craig uh, Craig Kimbrell. So you're way <laughs> off. Whatever. Chris I, Kringle. Yeah. Am I saying this right? Bassinger? Basinger? <laughs> Craig. Oh God, what was his name? The guy used to do the Lele Show. Craig Kilborn. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I was about to say Craig Council, but that's that's even that, yeah, that's even more too. wrong. <laughs> yeah, either way, Rod's a uh, stuntman, uh, essentially. And that's a very sure. loose term. Yeah, loose term. He he's a stuntman the way that Mick Foley is a trained professional wrestler. <laughs> uh he is a stuntman as the 75% of the AEW roster. Is trained professional wrestler. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Am I allowed to bring up AEW on my own show, or are you gonna? Dear Lord, <laughs> good for them. Let, let, let it go, Chief. 
me and Chris did ring the bell before this. Uh, and when I when he, he put, let me into the chat, I was like, no jokes tonight, Chris. Serious face. I lasted <laughs> all of like 30 seconds with my... <laughs> <laughs> And then you're like, I got poopy pants. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it says. Yeah. So. so, so Rod's so much of a stuntman. Like he, 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 Good he, he, he drives a, uh, a, a moped that my brother would have been driving around in 1994. Hey, just uh, remember, Chris came out to us last night. <laughs> oh yeah, and he was drunk the night before. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> hey fuckers, I'm coming out. Oh shit, that's not how I wanted to start. Uh, oh, I should have said <laughs> I should have said it like this. Oh, I just ruined myself. <laughs> he was drunk the night before. He was sober last night. <laughs> he, he could have just not said anything at all. He could have just deleted it and then went back into it. <laughs> but he kept it. <laughs> True. <laughs> He, he could just be like, ah, oh, fuck, let me restart this. He was like, nah, fuck it, I'll leave it in. I'm out anyway. Yeah. So, anyway, back to basics. <laughs> Welcome to the cum zone. Uh, Rise is stunt man. He has a, a, a team that consists of his uh, stepbrother, Kevin, mm-hmm. who is the videographer, team manager, of a pretty, pretty loose term. Uh, Dave, who's played by Bill Hader. Um, he's the mechanic. And and Rico, who builds the ramps, which is Dan, which is Danny McBride, and this is—I don't know about you, you, Dean, but this is the first time I'd ever seen Danny McBride in anything. I'm pretty sure this was. This was. Yeah, and immediately I was just like, "All right, who is yeah. this guy? Let's yeah, give me more of it." Little did I realize that Danny McBride was going to be playing this character for the next 15 years. Yeah, and in, in, um, in everything he was in, but it but it works. It's like Stallone playing the same role in every. It, it, it just works. Did you like Eastbound and Down? I loved Eastbound and Down. Yeah, I, I enjoyed. It. I, I never finished it, but I liked what I saw. You got to watch Righteous Gemstones, dude. He is the, awesome on it. The, the um the one thing I like, I think it was like season three of Eastbound and Down, when um um when. When Kenny Powers meets back up with uh with Macworthy and he's and he's part of the he's part of the gang and he's wearing the mm-hmm. eye patch, so he feels like him and Stevie were gonna fight him. Stevie pulls out the Freddy Krueger glove. He's like, "I'm your nightmare, bitch." He's like, "Stevie, what are you doing with that glove?" Just made made no sense. But yeah, I don't want to use Bixby. I want to just make my phone come back. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rod's doing all these jumps because his his stepdad, who is uh, played by. Uh, Dear Lord, I don't even know if great is even a term to give this man because I think it's too low. Uh, Ian McShane. Like, I wonder if... I love him. I wonder if the entire $25 million budget went to getting Sissy Spacek and Ian McShane. Uh, No, it was to pay Ian McShane so he wouldn't call somebody a cocksucker in this. Uh, I will guarantee you he called at least five people a cocksucker. Maybe off screen. Yeah. Definitely Dan McBride. He definitely called San Francisco cocksucker. Thanks. Watch Deadwood. It's like literally like the first line he says in the whole show. That's fine. Should be the first and last line. So uh, Frank needs a heart transplant. And so Rod's like, hey, I'm just going to do a bunch of stunts and raise the money myself. And the, the entire goal of why he wants to see Frank's life is so he can beat his ass. No, good old fashioned, you know, heartwarming tale about a 
kid trying to raise money for his stepdad so he can beat the piss out of him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All while listening to Europe. So, uh, I mean, that's what I do when I beat the piss out of my kids. Also, um, so I know I don't a, have any kids. But yeah. Hell of a soundtrack, though. I mean, even like with the score done, done by Trevor Rabin, who of, uh, of Yes fame, for those mm-hmm. of you who don't know who Trevor Rabin is. Um, and if you don't, you educate yourself, listen to some Yes. Mm-hmm. Just turn the lights on real low and listen to Roundabout. Mm-hmm. You'll, 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 you'll learn who you are real quick. And if you don't, then whatever. I guess you're the owner of a lonely art. I see what you did there. You see what I did there? I don't think for it. But like all these songs by Europe in this movie and not a single uh, appearance of the final countdown. Um, probably because they want a ridiculous amount of money to use that, which is why. Um, sorry, Chris, I'm going to make a Brian, uh, an AW reference. That's why Brian Danielson is not coming out to an AW because they wanted like a ridiculous amount of money to use the song. Well, they know that's because that's because Europe knows the value of that song. Yeah. The, like, uh, yeah, no, nah, this is our biggest hit. Fuck you. You, uh, oh, oh, excuse me. There's a, there's a cat knocking at my door. At my chamber door here. Um, but I mean, I, I appreciate all the Europe songs that are not found kind of text. I love mm-hmm. that song, but sometimes it gets a little overplayed sure. when you hear it all the time. But fantastic. I love it. And it's not even Rod that makes this movie. It's all the, the side characters around him. But, oh, but Andy Sandberg is great in this movie. And I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna give it a 10 out of 10 because I think it could probably have had maybe a little bit of a better cast. Mm. But and just kind of for being where it was at the time, like we weren't we really weren't ready for it. But like every side character is just is, is fucking bonkers. Uh, especially your favorite, um, Richardson. Your favorite yeah, character. There's no Richardson. tool in this pool. Yeah. <laughs> like what you say. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, a little, uh, bit of break, a little bit of breaking news. What do you got for me? What do you got for me? What do you got for me? Uh, there's an article that came out today stating that Eon has signed a multi year agreement with Warner Brothers for international distribution of Bond in a deal that will last past 2037 and the 75th anniversary of the cinema franchise. I believe Chris sent this to us a few days ago, actually. I never got a chance to read it, though. Really? Because didn't they just make a deal with Amazon? Well, Amazon bought MGM. Oh, Eon, okay. Eon is a standalone company. Right, right. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Um, th- that's It's so convoluted. But Universal still has the distribution rights for Bond 26. So does this mean hmm. that the Bond movies are going to go up on HBO Max? No, because HBO Max won't exist past next year. Well, Discovery, no. Mac, um, whatever the fuck they call it. No, because I think that's one of the things that uh, Amazon, that was part of that deal, was I think they actually had the distribution rights for the previous movies now, I think. At least the first 20. So as those contracts expire with other streamers, I think they'll be solely on Amazon. That that The whole bond rights thing, and if we ever get Station Number 7 back off the ground, I'm sure we'll talk about that one day. The whole bond rights thing is a... It's, 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 not, it's simple, but it's confusing at the same time because... Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I know. I think Chris sent that to us a couple of days ago, um, but I didn't get a chance to read it. So those are the details, and I, a Bond page I follow on Facebook put him up. So yeah, that's um, cool. I mean, that's, that's that's some good news. But yeah, so yeah. why don't you announce Bond twenty six for us? Yeah, <clears throat> please. Um, 
do you like i mean i know really, I mean, there's really not a whole lot to really say with the movie just how how funny how great it is mm-hmm. but why do you think i mean like even like 15 years later why do you think like the humorness kind of holds up because sometimes because sometimes the humor in, in some comedies they mm-hmm. don't translate as the years go on like there are movies i thought were funny in the 90s i, I look at them now and i'm like this is just awful so the key with good comedy in my opinion is um it has to be timeless mm-hmm. um and i feel like that's what works with like a movie like uh you know like airplane uh and the, all the mel brooks movies um Wayne's World 1 and 2, Ace Ventura. <clears throat> um, definitely the first two Austin Powers. Uh, definitely the first Austin Powers movie. I would think modern humor was kind of seeping in the second one. And then it kind of went overboard in the third one. Um, so I think in terms of good comedy and what helps comedy move, comedic movies and stand-up comedians stand the test of time is that their comedy is not dated which I think is a big reason why I think um, that's what you hear my biggest complaint about like family guy is now family guys just dated early 2000s humor. That's just not funny anymore. Um, like, you know, that was one of my biggest complaints with, uh, with a lot of Taika Waititi stuff. It's just, it's early 2000 edgy, but not edgy. It's, it's, it's not edgy to be, you know what I mean? Or it's, or it's pot. I mean, listen, I like potty humor, but it's just like, uh, or I always say like, humor that's like um i made when we when we reviewed thor love and thunder i was talking about like you know um taika watiti's shtick in a lot of his movies he doesn't do it in thor movies really um but he does in a lot of his other movies is he'll do like uh you know like some he'll have like a nerdy white person like trying to like i'm going to use a term i never use like spit or like you know spit a rap or whatever i don't know what Right. what it's called but you know what i mean like stuff like that you know it's just like well that's that's not comedy you know what i mean like that's not humor yeah. I mean, it might have been 20 years ago you know but you gotta evolve your humor yeah. evolve your or, humor. so i think the comedy with this movie is it's not dated to 2007 you don't look back and go oh that was like the trend of comedy 15 years ago you know what i mean that's what makes carlin timeless because right. this humor wasn't like dick jokes which was kind of the thing. Like, remember when they came out and then like the new vacation movie came out. Well, that's just a couple of years after this, I think it was. And it was just, it was literally yeah. just dick jokes. It was like, okay, well that's not what made the vacation movies good. It was just dick jokes. You know what I mean? Like, sure. They can be funny. I'm not saying they're not funny, but they won't be funny the second and third time I watch a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. So <clears throat> like vacation time, like a movie like, Vac- uh, like National Lampoon's Vacation is timeless, not because of the jokes. Right. It's not, it's not the joke it's the delivery of the lines like mm-hmm. there's no yeah. like like there's no jokes in vacation just like there's no jokes like in ghostbusters it's just you yeah. have it's just you have comedic actors with perfect timing who can just deliver the line mm-hmm. with you know with just precision like like even mm-hmm. uh, j- j- just kind of give you a scene from vacation when when Vicky's stirring the Kool-Aid, when she has her whole arm in the jug and she's just starting it with her arm mm-hmm. and Chevy's sitting there and he's like, Vicky, can I give you a hand with that Kool-Aid? Please, please. <laughs> you know, just like, it's like, that's not a joke. It's just, yeah. he's just delivering a line. Yeah. With, you well, know, you know what it is? It's, it's, it's real humor. You know what I mean? That's what, yeah. like, that's why I was like Ghostbusters. Everyone's always talking about how great of a comedy is, but it's not like, 
it's not like when you sit down and watch like Ace Ventura or the first Wayne's world, like where first Wayne's world is, it's got a little bit of both. Like it's lavery while you're, you're laughing at like Mike Myers, face at something or like, the, yeah. but like their comedies and that humor is timeless. Like Ghostbusters is very subtle. It's very not, I don't want to say mature, like it's mature humor, but it's like the, the, the comedy is not like in your face. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's like the, deli- like you yeah. said, the delivery of a yeah. line or something like that. You know? Well, so if you would laugh like, at in like yeah. real life, like if you and me yeah. were talking to each other, we would laugh at yeah. like, a wit, the wit of somebody, yeah. you know? Yeah, like when Venkman was telling Egon, it's like, you know, it's like, this reminds me of the time you tried to drill a hole for your head. Mm. And then Egon just without missing a beat is like, that would have worked if you had stopped me. Like, yeah. just funny people who know how to deliver a line. Mm. And that's kind and that's exactly what we got with this. Mm. Like, like Bill Hader and Andy Sandberg, like, yes, they're comedians, but they're, but they're funny. Yeah. Like, Danny McBride isn't really labeled as a comedian, he's mm. just an actor. But he has really good comedic time. Like, like even he's got one-liners in this. This dude, like, he's not—he's known for calling people a cunt on Deadwood, yeah. and, and, you know, and and uh, and being Blackbeard in Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So it's just really good, just delivery. Plus, all of these characters are essentially relatable. Maybe with the fact that they're not, you know, like like no one's a stuntman, but it's really just kind of like four friends hanging out. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that literally what we do all the time? Yeah. You know, there's like yeah, there's a rhyme and reason to it, but it's just it's, when they're sitting there and they're doing the cool beans back and forth, mm-hmm. like I mean, that was just something that we said in the '90s, cool beans, and they just took mm-hmm. it and just ramped it up to something ridiculous. Uh, and Ebenezer Scrooge also randomly shows up in my song shows too. <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge is here. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's the only comedian that's in this that's this movie. Mm-hmm up his shirt to show that he's got the uh the am radio floating on the uh uh on the uh, like high above the calvin pissing on the fm radio and the color tv mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's like implausible i'm sure but i like to think that he had sex night before and there's a little bit of there's a little bit of semen blocking his urethra ca- causing the split stream <laughs> <laughs> Like, like it's just but like funny something like that that really holds up and, and if you haven't seen this movie definitely go out and check it i mean it's, it, mm-hmm. it's streaming for free on pluto i mean i'm sure it's probably all over tv at some point yeah it's a paramount owned property so i'm sure it's up on paramount plus also it's actually not oh no yeah oh. i had it because i had to download pluto to, to watch it yeah well pluto's a free site it costs you nothing yeah i i just i didn't have it on my tv and i was like well let me see before i go download another app let me check it out i like pluto tv though so yeah um but uh hey you know what i'm gonna ask hey. you your favorite scene because i really don't uh not to rush it but i, I don't i don't want to have to open up a uh second Another, episode yeah, thing right, right. so gotcha. uh especially because way my stomach has been active so i don't throw right. in the last episode, oh, so. man. Um, um yeah so favorite scene you know it's i know it's yours too but I have to go with the you're the voice scene. Yeah, because it's ridiculous. Yeah. The, uh, just it, kind of it, bra- it's either that for me or it's when Rico beats the shit of that dude. He's like, oh, this is my hat now. Totally my hat. <laughs> <laughs> or where they're doing the introductions when, yeah. when Denise joins the crew. Which, by the way, Rod was just hitting a, a, an engine with a ball-peen hammer. Yeah. Wearing a, wearing a Hulkamania shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do on the weekend. 
I assume that's what Chris does when he's not when he's not recording. He's just outside, probably teasing Griffey while wearing a Hulkamania shirt. That's, the funny thing is that, that's <laughs> how we initiated Chris into our group. I poured a coke on his uh, foot, or was it a slurp? <laughs> it was an icy. Yeah, icy. Yeah, part of the crew. <laughs> it's only the crazy thing you could think of. But so yeah, we're going to introduce the guys. Uh, I'll start. I'm Rod, and I like the party. <laughs> I'm Dave, and I like the party. Well, I already said I like the party, so maybe we say something else. Okay, I'm Dave, and I am the stuntman. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> uh, I'm Rod, I party. No, you're Kevin. <laughs> but it's definitely that you're the voice scene. Just to kind of give everyone a little credence on this, if you haven't seen it. Uh, basically, at at one point, Rod decides he does he's going to quit stunt driving or, or being a stunt man because he finds out his father wasn't actually a mechanic for Evil Knievel. He just ran an auto parts store and just got a picture with him when he came into town. <laughs> so Rod gets his uh, his his mojo back, so to speak, and they're going to this big jump that's sponsored by an AM, AM radio station. And it basically opens up with John Farnham's You're the Voice, and they start walking down the street, and the different members of his crew join him. And then as they turn into town, the entire town is following behind them while this song is still playing. Mm -hmm. And then randomly, some guy just throws a trash can through a window, and it just devolves into chaos and a riot. And the four of them are just like, like, what the hell is going on? So they start walking fast, and they just walk away. Mm -hmm. But there's mm -hmm. so much going on during the riot. Like there's like police and riot gear just beating people. Um, a, a girl in a wheelchair gets knocked out of her wheelchair and a wheelchair stolen. Mm -hmm. The blind guy hops up on the car and starts beating the windshield with his cane. Just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's completely ridiculous. Yeah, but it's, um, it's fantastic though. Do you have a least favorite team? Um, not really, actually. Same. I, I mean, I will say I don't. I don't think this movie is a ten out of ten. Um, but that doesn't mean there's anything I don't like. There's nothing I dislike about the movie. I just don't think it's. It's not like a. It's not a ten out of ten film. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's. I doesn't have any problems with it. But you're just like I, I can't give it a ten. But I would give it like a as a comedy. I'd give it like an eight out of ten. I think it's a. I think it's a. It's hilarious. I think it's oh, like yeah. I said. The, the, the humor is. is and we even talk is, about. We even talk about Will Arnett's character, who was just like. Yeah. Who's just a dick, you know? Like, <laughs> I keep them a couple dong bags and keeps knocking loose later. <laughs> and when Eli Fisher leaves his car and he's just yelling "babe" over babe, and over again, babe, 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 yeah. no, babe. Hilarious. It's, yeah, it's God. It's How many times have I used that that sentence? Uh, I picked up a couple of dong bags, dong bags in case we're knock loose later. At least once a week. <laughs> At least like once a week for five years, you're bringing yeah. that up. That's that, a flavor. That, yeah, that too. The uh, the flaming Dr. Pepper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my god! So what, what do you <laughs> or it's like, <laughs> Is that Sullivan? Yo, Sully, Sully, Sully. Sullivan, you chode. I owe you a shot in the nuts. Uh, I'm giving it. I'll, I'll give it. A, I'll give it an eight. Hell, you will. Yeah, well, the hell I did. So there you go. I like me now, Rick. Um, yeah, like I mean, there, there are. I mean, it's. It's clear. It's clear that this movie was made for twenty five million. Yeah. Um, and it was like I think it's great, but like definitely at the time we weren't ready for this. No. As you know, you guys aren't ready for this yet, but your kids are going to love it, kind of, kind of thing. But like, I mean, we loved it then, and now you look at it, it's like it's like if this movie came out now, people would eat that shit up. 
I, I I'll agree with you there because it's the same. It's the same type of humor you would see in Brooklyn Nine Nine, which was Andy Samberg's sitcom that he had. No, I never, I never saw that. It wasn't bad. It's no? pretty good. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. I, I I enjoyed parts of it. Um, but I mean, people petitioned to save Brooklyn Nine Nine. They they would have loved this movie. Yeah, if it came outside, like at least hundred, at least hundred fifty million in box office at the very I least. Did. Yeah, I, I mean, it's got a, it's got a cult following now. I love a good cult movie, as do you. Mm, so. Of course, yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, everybody, that's that's hot rodded. You know, thanks for listening. I hope you check it out. Before we go, um, mm-hmm. hey, we got some big news, George. Do we? We have four more shows until the six 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 weeks of horror. Oof. Yeah, we we need to plan it out. We, it's not like us that I have it planned out by now. So we have so, at uh, least we'll, one movie planned out. Yeah, we'll work on it this week, though. We'll, we'll yeah. get a hash out this week. Um, yeah, I've so, actually, I have actually had a couple ideas that popped in my head, and then I immediately forgot them because, you know, reasons. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, our next four movies, obviously subject to change because we do, we do pull some audibles here and there. But I, uh, so next week's show is Overboard. Uh, following week is the first Spider-Man movie. Uh, following that is LA Confidential. And then the last movie before the 666 piece of horror, which ironically could be the weekend that we go see Alice Cooper, um, which will be Revenge of the Sith. So um, and then we're, you know, we're going to take a take a nice break. I don't want to say like like we're swamped with Star Wars, but, you know, it'll be if if I decide to do another one for my birthday, that's that's a a, like a six month gap between movies because we kind of crammed in the prequel trilogy and like. You know, the year. Well, we did. Well, we did the Phantom <laughs> Menace. Yeah, in like April. So, like you, you got you got three Star Wars movies in a matter of five months. So, yeah, we let Star Wars sim- simmer a little bit. So we'll see if I want to do one for my birthday or. And we're or, and we're uh, we're gonna have a guest on the uh, LA Confidential episode. We are. Yeah, it's gonna be a uh, Roland Tomasi. Oh God. <laughs> so we should probably ask Chris if he wants to be on the Spider Man show. Since the. Well, he was supposed he was supposed to be on all the comic book episodes, but I forgot we actually put this on the schedule, so I never asked him if he wanted to be on it. So, Chris, uh, there, there's your there's your invitation. There's your, there's your formal <laughs> invitation. <laughs> no, I, I just forgot that this was on the schedule that, that we had scheduled. So, um, but if anything changes, which I I I could see all the confidential changing, but the other ones I think are pretty set. So, um, yeah, because it's 20th anniversary for Spider Man, that's why I wanted to do it. Um, yeah. So, but uh, hey, we'll see you next week, everybody. I've been Dean Holtzapple. Oh, we're doing it this week? I'm yeah. still George Rogers. <laughs> we'll see you in the multiverse. Yeah. I was so tired last week. I'm proud of that. Yeah, you're like, oh, bye. Yeah. Hey, George, what's that behind you? Oh, hey. I can't believe you fell for the oldest trick in the book. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Goodbye, George. Ugh.